Hello, I'm Joseph Raganes, filling in for Alan Podcotter, and you're listening to Call Talk for August 18, 2021. Today's topic is how text messages can help generate, nurture, and convert leads. If you are listening live, we invite you to be a part of the show and ask questions. Here's how you do it. Email me at calltalk at benchmarkportal.com. I want to remind everyone that all of our shows are archived and available to listen to at benchmarkportal.com any time of the day. And now, I would like to introduce you to the host of Call Talk, Bruce Belfiore. Thank you, Joseph, and welcome back to Call Talk, everyone. You know, texting is something that didn't exist for the contact center world a few years ago, and for many, it's still a small factor. But it is growing, and it offers challenges and opportunities for contact center managers, including those in the lead development and sales side. So this is really our first show ever dedicated to SMS texting, and so we wanted to bring on an expert to really help us to understand things. Uh, because text messaging marketing holds massive potential uh, for lead generation, but only if it's executed correctly. Uh, And there are specific ways that you can maximize the success of SMS. And so we have brought a a special guest on for that. And so we're really welcome. We're we're happy to welcome Todd uh, to our show. Thank you, Bruce. Happy to be here. Okay. Doing great. Very good. Doing great. 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 Okay. So a couple of words on uh, Todd and his background, so that you know what he's been up to. Todd Fisher is co-founder and CEO of Call Talk, Call Tracking Metrics. Sorry about that. Uh, Todd founded the business in uh, 12, 2012 with his wife Lori in their basement, and together have grown it into an Inc. 500 call management platform serving over 30,000 businesses around the world. So this is a huge success story for uh, Todd Fisher. Uh, Prior to call tracking metrics, Todd co-founded Simo Software and as well Captico LLC, providing online software solutions for small businesses. So uh, a real expert here. We're really happy to have him on. So, Todd, you know, we're going to get into the aspects of SMS for which you are particularly well-known on the marketing and lead generation side. Uh, but for our listeners who are focused on customer service, I would also like you to share some of your ideas regarding the use of SMS texting for inbound customer service. Uh, how do you see it fitting into an overall multi-channel strategy? Huh. Well, that's a, that's a good question. Um, you know, I, I think – Maybe one of the things I, I want to just address initially is, you know, as an, uh, somebody in this space, uh, I learned primarily from uh, from my customers uh, and the problems they bring to us. And often I, I look at it as an opportunity to provide a solution that, that fits their needs. Uh, so in the case of customer service, uh, one of the ways um, I sort of look at it is, you know, I, I offer and personally do some of the support myself. This way I learn. Uh, what it's like. So, uh, for example, if um, you know I'm, I'm monitoring calls uh, for our business, and I see that somebody has called in after hours, and I read the, the transcripts, um, well, it might be more convenient at that moment to respond to them with SMS, um, and then continue to have a support dialogue over text messaging. Um, the, the reason might be because if it's you know after hours, it's later. I know that the person calling in was in a time zone where probably they have a family, they're at home. You know, uh, a phone call is a very um, 
uh, not a synchronous thing, right? When you're on a phone call with somebody, you have to kind of stop everything you're doing and have that conversation. Whereas, mm-hmm. you know, in our busy lives in a remote world now, you know, on a mobile app, we can be texting back and forth with somebody uh, while they're making dinner for their family or you yourself are making dinner for your family, right? Um, mm-hmm. That, I think, is an area often not sort of seen as, as being, you know, but I, I, to me that seems to be one of the big values of customer service with SMS is you can kind of be multitasking, right? Um, and yeah. it's asynchronous in the way you communicate. Yeah, um, no, that's a, that, that's a big thing. I mean, when you think about it, the whole idea of multi-channel is to open access to the company, its information, its products, as much as possible. And so a big component of that is convenience and uh, allowing people to uh, communicate with your company, or it could be a government entity or a nonprofit, but uh, with whoever your employer is in the most convenient way for them at any time, right, (laughs) in any way. And and so uh, what you're saying hits that point exactly. Yeah. And and so that was that's sort of like my own personal experience, like doing support and and helping people. Um, uh, it was just a, a more convenient to communicate at certain times of the day over SMS, um, and and also has some added benefits, right? I can send a I can send a link uh, with text, and that person receiving the message can click it. Uh, it's far easier to click a link than for me to try and read the uh, URL to you over the phone. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. So, it, it, and that's actually another way uh, that that we've used SMS successfully uh, in, in the support role or customer service role is, uh, you know, you're on a phone call with somebody, and um, uh, either maybe you want to upgrade that phone call to a video call, uh, you send a link to the video call, or or you need to send them some link via SMS that they can easily then access uh, on their computer. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, you know, what it makes me think of too is the fact that for many uh, texting, uh, you know, once they got into it, was something you did with uh, your loved ones and your friends for the most part, right? So that's how you got right. into it to begin with, and uh, that's when your, you know, family members or whatever would text you a link to an article they wanted you to read or uh, pictures that they wanted you to see, uh, photographs, et cetera, et cetera. And it helps to sort of create and further a relationship. I think a lot for a lot of people, texting still has that aspect to it. And so uh, companies can actually leverage that um, sort of latent relationship component of texting that I think a lot of people, certainly I have as well, and mm-hmm. uh, where when you get a link to a, a, an appropriate resource, right, one that's a good one for you, or a link to a tool, that allows you to do what you want to do, then that's uh, that's a good thing. It's as you say, it's asynchronous. It allows them to use it when they get home from work instead of uh, you know having to take the call in the car or something like that. Yep. Yep, but not in the car, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> not in the car. So well, okay. So those are great insights when it comes to the uh, SMS for customer service, and uh, let's. Uh, turn over to SMS for marketing, and uh, what makes text messaging an effective strategy for generating, nurturing, and converting leads? Yeah, that's good. Um, I think that um, I, I think what it is is it, it gives you you know it gives you that additional touch uh, in in sort of the lead life cycle. Uh, it gives you a, a 
touch point that is, again, like you were kind of saying, is, is potentially more personal. Um, you know, assuming you can get that text message in front of somebody at the right moment uh, and, and that they wanted to text message, um, I do think there are ways that SMS you want to be avoiding um, blindly sending text messages to people. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's, it's best used uh, when there's a, an established relationship with somebody. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, you need to have their permission. Um, and I also think that it's, it's wise to use it in a very targeted way at a, a very opportune moment, right? Um, so, for example, like, um, you know, if, if I purchase a list of phone numbers, it wouldn't be appropriate for me to send a message, right? This would probably not even be legal, right? So you wouldn't want to do that as a way of form marketing. What you would maybe want to look at doing is if somebody has engaged with you, um, you know, I've, I've called your business, I've had a conversation with your sales reps, um, and I'm engaged in, in the product, you know, in the, in the prospects of purchasing the product. Um, in that scenario, it may make sense to send a message to say, hey, great having a conversation with you, uh, great demo, uh, here's some resources you can use to follow up, right? Um, things of that nature uh, where it's like assistive. Uh, you know, email obviously plays a role here too, but SMS can be very informative, um, uh, you know, especially if, uh, you know, when, when you're maybe, depending on the nature of the product, but also just sort of as, a, as an additional touch point. Um, mm-hmm. that's, that's what's interesting about it to me. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it could facilitate a follow-up conversation, right? So uh, I think right. the best uses there would be that, you know, when you do that follow-up uh, outbound, let's say with SMS, that it, it is eliciting a, a follow-up conversation. Um, and that messaging conversation can, can, uh, can start uh, via SMS. Uh, mm-hmm. Right and, and sort of to carry that conversation forward, um, you know, because in, in the sales cycle, right, there's all forms of communication, right, to, to kind of facilitate the, the growth of a new relationship. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I think SMS can play a right, really, really good role. Um, you know, even 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 just a, a friendly reminder about a, um, you know, an upcoming uh, meeting uh, is, is is could be quite nice as well. So. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, you know, you had shared uh, some of the statistics that go along with, uh, you know, mobile devices, SMS uh, messaging, et cetera. Uh, could you share some of that uh, information with our audience that, that you have with regard to stats? Um, I think, uh, yeah, so um, let me see here. Uh, like, I think, let me see, what do we have here? Uh, so, there was mention of it being uh, number one form of communications for um, and uh, you know real time intelligence. Let's see, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> That's okay. I, oh, I remember okay. you saying oh, that uh, like it's oh, a- oh, I got one. It was the ninety eight percent open rate uh, is 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 what makes SMS such a good touch point, right? Uh, the mm-hmm. fact that it has a nearly ninety eight percent open rate, um, which is you know phenomenal when you're thinking about uh, outreach. Uh, now that, that's why it's so important that it's outreach that was that was uh, desired, right? Um, so that's why I always stress I think it's it's best when it's uh, it's a warm lead, uh, it's a good lead. Um, I, I would not use SMS for cold lead generation. Definitely for warm lead generation. If a you know Bruce, if you sent me a text message, uh, that would be totally fine right now, right? Um, mm-hmm. We have a relationship now. Um, if somebody in the audience sent me a text message trying to pitch me something that I don't know, uh, that's 
probably very not okay. Um, right. So, yeah. And, and I think that you'll, you'll see with the use of messaging, uh, the, the, the warm lead use is, is very effective at conversion. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. You'll get a, you'll get a really good response, but with the cold one, you'll get a very negative response. So I think, uh, right. um, you know, the appropriateness of it is, is important to keep in mind. Yeah. It, it's also, yeah. uh, extraordinary for somebody uh, of my age to see how it's just totally taken, taken over from email. And it was one thing when my kids told me, you know, don't bother emailing me dad, uh, just, uh, text us, right. Cause that's how you can get a hold of us. We're all, we always have our, cell phones and we're always getting texts. Uh, we don't look at our emails that often anymore, et cetera. And it was like, what? <laughs> you know, how, did, how did this right. happen? Now, when my yeah. wife started doing the same thing, it was like, oh, okay, I guess I need to really get with the program. Here. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that seems to be what's happening. So it's, it's really where um, the you know, messaging is happening. The communication is happening. So you want to be there. You want to do it the right way, though. You're absolutely right on that. Um, so, you know, if I were a marketer, uh, Todd, wanting to start an SMS marketing strategy, uh, what are some of the things that I should know? Ah, um, well, I think I think the first thing up front is make sure that the, the folks that you're going to be incorporating into this are folks that want to be. Um, you know, make sure you get their permission. Uh, they opt in. Um, I think that um, you know it's it's good to have um, a strategy for how you're going to track uh, the, the the performance of that uh, marketing effort. Uh, so as you're sending text messages, um, make sure you have a, a mechanism in place to respond. Um, I actually think that the, the text message as a one way is not very good, but as a two way uh, communications channel, it's it's quite nice. Uh, so if you, if, if, you know, be prepared if you're going to be sending out text messages. I think to uh, to be replying. Um, mm-hmm. You know, obviously there is the uh, the idea of sending out a text message with the intent to get a phone call. Because uh, many, I see this, I see this with many customers uh, where they'll they'll send the message and the desire is to get you to call in, um, and that's effective too. Um, I, in my opinion, I think the the follow up via text is actually nicer because then. Um, they're engaged, and that can turn into a, a phone call uh, or, or a demo, uh, you know, a video conference call. Um, mm-hmm. is a great kind of follow-up from that. Um, and, uh, yeah, and then I, I think also it's, it's good to be able to um, uh, think about how do you go from, like, how do you also know which campaigns uh, and, and, and the conversion rates, uh, like, define, have your conversion strategy defined, right? So you know, um, so what are your goals from this, this um, uh, campaign, right? Um, mm-hmm. And how are you going to correlate the, the conversions of those goals uh, to the original outbound activity of your, your SMS platform? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, and do you have uh, specific tips with regard to uh, the SMS strategy uh, in order to sort of meet customers where they are, you know, um, baby boomers being different from Gen Z folks. And yeah, do you have uh, any tips on that? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think, um, I think that's an interesting one. I mean, I, you could potentially think about how you would incorporate demographic data that you might have on folks, uh, to customize the message to them. Um, perhaps there's different language that might resonate differently. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I don't know how effective, 
that actually is in the at the end of the day, right? I mean, if you have a phone, regardless of your your generation, and you get a message that, um, you know, you get a text message with that, you know, a, a follow up text message about a, a, an interest you had in some product, or, um, you know, uh, a follow up from a demo or something like that. Um, you know, I feel like any generation may respond well to that that text message. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think at this point, at least that I've, yeah. I just want to, how about incorporating emojis and memes? Uh, Does that work as well with baby boomers as it does with the Gen Z folks? Oh, (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Maybe, maybe not. Um, I actually don't have much data on that. Uh, I wonder how how we might do a test on that. Uh, (laughs) Sure, yeah. I mean, let's talk about it, do some research there. Yeah. yeah, I think maybe some research is warranted there, but I, I would, I would have to imagine everyone has a sense of humor uh, when it comes to these things uh, and may yeah. find it amusing. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, uh, but pro- mm-hmm. probably you have to be tactful in that, right? Uh, in your use of emojis to make sure that uh, it's appropriate, right? Um, yeah. You know, I would imagine if you're targeting like a, a bank customer or something like that, maybe emojis not going to, gonna, you know, resonate as well. But who knows? Maybe it will. Uh, yeah, I've seen something that indicates time, right? that uh, that uh, 12 p.m. is often the most common and effective time to send out a campaign message. Uh, have you found that to be true? Well, I, I can certainly say that's when we see the most text messaging traffic uh, on our platform. So I think that probably collaborates uh, your your stat there. Um, uh, the data we see definitely we see a spike. Usually, it starts around 11, 11:30. And then it wanes around three, maybe sometimes two. Mhm. And, and what about yeah. the offering promotions in text? Um, I think uh, I, I think you want to be careful there. Um, I'll say like, okay, so if, if somebody, if you, if you have an explicit, like if you have an existing customer, let's say, and they've opted in to this idea of getting promotions, then absolutely, go ahead. Um, mm-hmm. But I think. Be especially careful with that kind of uh, use of text from the standpoint of um, there are a lot of people out there that uh, are looking for, uh, you know, you to send them a message and you didn't have permission. Um, so you do, you do want to be careful. Um, we've definitely seen folks get in trouble, uh, and you, you don't want to send messages to the wrong folks. Um, so you do want to make sure that, um, you know, if you are sending out promotional text messages, that you have that written consent or you have that, you know, customer established, and they've opted into that kind of uh, messaging. Um, and actually, in fact, um, you know, with with ADP uh, being here, um, you know, you want to uh, all your kinds, all all your SMS activity, you're going to want to get, you know, approval first uh, to have that kind of campaign uh, message going out. Um, so as long as you, you're also incorporating opt-out language in that message, um, you know, it should it should be good. Right, right. But opt, okay, well, opt out in all text message communication is really important. Is important, right? No, that's that's good, yeah. good advice. Well, we're going to go over to some questions, but I just wanted to see if there were anything else. There was anything else that you wanted to say with regard to the characteristics that can uh, help marketers generate, nurture, and convert leads uh, through uh, text message marketing. Uh, any further thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I think I think a call to action right in the message, if it's you know, make it clear. Uh, short and concise, um, you know, actionable, so that the person getting the message knows why they're getting the message. 
um, you know, incorporate that opt-out language always. Um, have have auto, you know, if you can incorporate automation into that to to, to automate the opting out, like that's actually really important. Um, um, yeah, and A to P uh, is super important for all of your message campaigns. Make sure you're yep. you're getting them registered and you know following through with with uh, sticking to those campaign uh, guidelines. Okay, very good. Okay, those are great inputs there. Um, at this point, I'd like to go over to uh, Joseph and see if he has some questions for us. Sure. Um, we have a couple of questions that's been emailed. Um, from Phil, how would you incorporate SMS into online sales tracking and e-commerce? Oh, uh, that's a cool question. Um, so I guess, uh, you know, a couple thoughts on, on e-commerce in general would be, um, you know, the, the, the sales follow-up uh, from an order. Uh, so, you know, if I'm, uh, if I've made a purchase, it's great to get opted into receiving SMS updates on my order. Uh, how nice is that to know that my package is going to be arriving, uh, you know, Sunday at 11 a.m. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, or it's or the uh, fulfillment of my uh, order is is nearly complete and will be out to delivery, right? Because you know, UPS I think incorporates a lot of the, the sort of SMS updates, but you know, prior to that part, you know, getting SMS updates or um, uh, follow up with uh, you know customization of my order, right? Sometimes. Um, I think it was a uh, when I ordered for my my, my, my daughters, I ordered um, uh, bubble bath stuff, and uh, I think actually got into an SMS conversation about um, uh, you know some of the different uh, soap colors that they might want, uh, and that was quite nice to be able to kind of get a little extra level of um, customization and sort of mm-hmm. personalization in that order experience, uh, and. You think about it from like e-commerce. E-commerce is so much about sort of the the, the scalability of that store. Um, but really, once you've purchased, to be able to then provide sort of personalized support, uh, it just kind of makes starts to make sense, right? Because it continues to be quite scalable uh, in that way. So I don't know. Hopefully that helps. Hopefully that helps address some of the ideas there. Um, mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. Can, and can I just add something in there before Joseph uh, asks the next question? That has to do with automation and AI in SMS uh, for the kinds of things you were just talking about. Did you want to uh, talk about where we are, where you think we're headed on that? Mm. Yeah, I think that's a great follow-up question. Um, yeah, because, you know, a lot of it uh, could be kind of, you know, bot handled, right, where, you know, some of the common – Kind of order follow-up, order questions could be, you know, you know, encoded into some of these um, like dialogue flow from Google. Um, you know, would allow you to build out, you know, a whole conversational flow um, specific to your your products, specific to your your industry. Um, and I think that these things could be really effective tools, especially in the context of SMS, where the the kind of the real-time nature of it isn't as real-time as they voice, uh, and also the, the tonality of the voice isn't as important because it's just text at that point. Um, I think, I think personally, I think we still have quite a ways to go before uh, you know, it becomes like kind of human level. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that, especially in SMS, I think you can make it u- useful and, you, and um, 
assistive in that it can sort of act as an initial front you know, gate to that human before the human has to deal with the person, uh, especially if it's sort of like some qualifying questions. Um, and you can cover some of the edge cases where the, the question doesn't make sense, right? Um, and some of that is the finesse of the script, right? How do you, how do you kind of finesse it to feel natural when they uh, respond to you with something that doesn't make sense? You know, in, some incoherent response, and you're like, you know, asking them the same <laughs> question again. Like, that's, that's not good. Uh, right. In those cases, you know, I think it's, hey, hang on a second. Um, let me, let me uh, see if I can uh, look into that for you or something like that. And then that's when the human comes online, right? And so long as the human also has the original transcript that the bot had with you, then they mm-hmm. can become up to speed with what you asked the bot. So then they're not just asking you the same question again, too. Uh, Because I see that a lot, right? The human just asks the same question the bot asks, and you're like, oh. Yeah. No, it has to be a a seamless continuation of the automated uh, interaction that then becomes human. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Okay. That's great. Um, I think we have time for one more question before uh, we we end the program. So, uh, Joseph, do you have another question for, for, for our guest here? Yeah, we have one from Sandra, Atlanta. Um, how would you incorporate SMS for lead generation? Do you have any tips or tricks in that matter? Oh yeah. Um, okay. So, you know, I think, I think one of the ways I've seen it work well is, you know, a lot of lead gen happens with web forms. Uh, so, you know, you're, you have a, you know, your website, it's advertising your product or service and somebody Googled you, they clicked on your paid ad, um, then see your, your, your lead form, or they don't think of it as a lead form, right? It's a request for service form or contact us form. They fill it out. Uh, and then as part of that form, there's probably a checkbox, which is, you know, uh, or would, would you like to be, you know, have us follow up with SMS? Uh, and if they check it, then that's great. Now you can send them a follow-up message, um, you know, engaging them. And I think the nice thing about this is that, you know, usually you want to get them on the phone, and, you know, more and more folks will have, you know, do not disturb on their phone. Um, they don't recognize your phone number. Uh, if you haven't gotten shaken and stir figured out yet, um, then, you know, they're going to, they're going to probably ignore your phone call. But, you know, because the high, higher rate of open for SMS, if they've agreed to get a text message from you, um, then that initial text message can be the, um, the starting point to a, a phone call uh, or, like I said earlier, a, a, a demo, a video chat. So, yeah, I think, I think to me that's a really good way to do it. And then, you know, because that paid ad that you clicked on was expensive, uh, all of that information from, you know, paid ad to form to phone call to next phone call to next phone call to, sit, to video demo can flow back to that original ad so that you can tell Google, hey, the $50 you just spent on that paid ad for, or click, rather, was worth it, <laughs> uh, which I think is a, a good good thing when you can connect all those dots, even through text messaging. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I got. Or that's myself on lead gen uh, for now. <laughs> I know, did uh, you guys Bruce, do you have anything else? Yes, okay, I do. Oh, so uh, thank you so much. You can hear me now? 
Good. Yeah. Uh, so thank you so much for taking us through that, Todd. And uh, there's a lot in uh, SMS that I think a lot of people have to learn. And uh, this was a great way of bringing a lot of our listeners up to speed on certain things that are happening. So we've got Todd to thank for that. And, uh, you know, both on the customer service side and the marketing side. So we want to uh, uh, thank you, Todd. Is there any final thing that you'd like to share with our audience before we turn things back over to Joseph uh, to end the show? Uh, no, I, I think this was fantastic. Um, you know, I, I think uh, in this space, uh, there's just so many interesting problems to solve. And, um, you know, uh, each business has uh, such a range of unique problems and, and ways to try and solve them. So it's, uh, it's a neat space. Yeah. Okay. Well, very good. Well, thank you to Todd Fisher, co-founder and CEO of Call Tracking Metrics, a call management platform company serving over 30,000 businesses around the world. Uh, this has really been great, very enlightening, and we really appreciate your, your input here. And with that, we'll hand things over to Joseph to uh, wrap up the show. Joseph? Thanks again to Todd and Bruce for your insightful discussions on the show today. Be sure to, jo be sure to join us next month for another great show or look at our huge selection of archive shows and topics at benchmarkportal.com. Then click on Call Talk where you'll find over seven seasons of the show. From all of us at Benchmark Portal, remember, be kind to one another, keep those headsets steady, and your fingers ready. This is Joseph Raganas filling in for Alan, signing out. Have a great day.